Back post, it's a good delivery, and Kizzy's there, and it's in! Joe Kizzy! And Jacob Reeves has touched it in! Welcome to the Anytime Notebook. Um, yeah, a change to your uh, regular planning notebook consumption. Uh, me and John are back. Um, just to draw a line in the sand, or after what, a month and a bit, what we played seven, eight games in, in all of the divisions, we promised that we'd have a look every so often and revisit some of the anti-post markets, particularly in the goal scorers, which we've done over the beginning of this week. John, we were just commenting, it was a terrible week to start doing it because we had to update all of our championship notes after some midweek action uh, yesterday and tonight. Uh, but first off, John, how are you? You well? I'm okay, mate. Yeah, we're we're both a bit sinusy tonight, listeners. So um, we we both uh, we both have sinus issues. If you're interested, probably not sinus Christie. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Oh, sure. That's a good one, yeah. We'll yeah a good one. We'll save that. We'll put that one in the archives. Um, a, a good a good time to uh, stop and reflect, look at the markets, uh, reflect on some successes or unlike this successes? podcast. Successes? Sure? Well, yeah. <laughs> to, to, look at, to look at where, I think, I think some of our anti-post selections have managed a goal or two somewhere. <laughs> Not many. That's but, right, yeah. Um, we'll talk about the hard luck stories with injuries as we go through each of the divisions. But we'll just, hey, we've, we've got a load of notes in front of us. We'll share some of them. I think there might be some interesting prices about the warrant, um, warrant a further look. And I actually have... I have had a bet in in the last couple of days, and I'll, I'll share some of that. Um, John, should we start off in the championship where Preston lead the way early doors, but we're seeing a you know a, a, a group of teams who are who we thought hey might challenge start to um, muster behind them all, uh, namely mm. Leicester being one of those as well. Uh, Ryan Hardy leads the way for Plymouth on five goals, joined. Last night by Matty Godden for Coventry, uh, five goals. Good in some ways because it hey brings you know no one's some of these divisions. Some people have um, um, started very fast and uh, put a bit of distance between them and the chasing pack. Not so much in the championship. John, you probably had the most success, I guess, with um, Kevin Nisbet at uh, at Millwall. From uh, post success is probably getting a little bit carried away. Um, <laughs> two in seven is okay, but he's only had six shots across those games, um, which is probably more of an indicator of Millwall, who started quite brightly, um, but seemed to be fading rapidly over the last few games. So they, they need to... I've noticed that they've gone to... Actually, since they've done it, they've their form has dipped. They've gone to like... Bradshaw and his bit up front with Fleming in behind, um, mm. which is unusual for them. At the start of the season, this bit was on his own up front. Um, I, I suspect, knowing Rowett's tendencies over the years, he'll go back to that. So whether Nisbet probably still gets to nod, um, whether that helps or not, I don't know. But yeah, he's, he's sort of okay. The, the, the main one that was annoying there was Josh Sargent, um, who... Was looking very sharp, wasn't he? Before the um, 
sort of freakish injury, and that was very uh, sharp. Yeah, ankle out for four months. I think they might have three or month, three yeah. months left of that. But um. uh, so it's going to unless the top scorer is still on about eight by then. You never <laughs> know. But he, it had an impact. Had an impact on Norwich as well, who are, th- who are churning out some results, but not to the same extent that they were prolific earlier in the season. I think um, yeah, in our leading line, isn't as um. Yeah, I think I think they're quite weak there because without, well, they've they've got no depth either because without um, Idar and Barnes now underneath that, I don't think they've got any other senior striker. At least a couple of weeks ago, and I last checked that. So, if they get another injury, and and like you've said in the notes, here, I think Idar's quite a little bit of a downgrade on Sargent mm. as well. So yeah, that, that's frustrating. But um, there's always Morgan Rogers, Gav. Um, <laughs> seeing seeing <laughs> plenty of game time, isn't he? But oh, yeah. Middlesbrough, well, that's, Middlesbrough. That's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's a yeah. You're best off not getting game time in that in that Middlesbrough side at the moment. Just how bad they bad they. I mean, the, the, looking at them, the market loved them last night at Sheffield Wednesday. Um, mm. Very well backed again. I think they went off eleven to ten. Um, and I th- from what I've read and had a quick look back, I think second half they were a lot better, but they, they're mm. just they're just bits and pieces in games. Uh, little spells where they still look sort of okay, and they're just having too many spells where they just look toothless, really. Um, yeah, the the other one I mentioned pre-season was uh, Andreas Weinman, who uh, I had a theory might sneak into the places. Uh, the theory didn't include him playing 23 minutes after seven games. So <laughs> I think a part of that is injury. And he, he did start the season as backup to Conway and couple of, and Bell as well, I think. So I know Conway's out, but mm. yeah, so that, that's, that's gone down the pan. But, you know, at those sort of prices, you, you expect that, don't you? Lots to like about Bristol City again, who I think are still odds mm. against for a top half finish. We know... Um, my love for, for, for Bristol City, um, all of which are doing a lot the same as Ellis Sims's for Coventry. Word from people chatting to a, an insider is probably too much, but someone who knows someone who is at the club. I was chatting to someone on Sunday morning. What we're, It sounds like what we're seeing on the pitch is equivalent to the effort that he's putting in on training. Hassan doesn't sound, doesn't sound like he's acclimatised that well. And, um, some of that might not be going down well within the squad. He, he only saw, what, 13 minutes in the defeat to Cardiff. Big calls for him to start. Must admit, we do look a, we do look a more disciplined side when we've got someone who's going to hold a position up front, which Sims does. But long road from here. You mentioned Tommy Conway, who I put up. Another hamstring injury. He's going to be out for two more months. And Carlin Grant, who, when I started typing these notes, he hadn't scored, but he did score last night in that Cardiff side. There are scoring goals. Um, yeah. Still goes off at 66 to 1. Long way to go for Carlin Grant. But um, certainly that that Cardiff forward line warrant a little bit of interest as well, which we may talk a little bit later on. John, you picked up some good stuff from Twitter, which. Um, <laughs> no mean yes. feat in this day and age, but um, uh, you, you could you could say I nicked it, which I have. So uh, I'll credit this directly from the excellent Marco Hare. Who, mm. no, if, if you listen to this, you probably like massively odds on to know who he is. But if you're not, then go and check him out on Twitter. He does lots of things, doesn't he? And um, they all seem pretty good to me. Peerless, peerless, yeah, paved the way peerless. for all of us. Yeah, a, vet, a fellow veteran, we could say. Yeah, 
Um, it, it, just a little thing here. A number of games that, that a player in the championship has had one plus shot on target. Now, I won't go through uh, the attackers. Uh, the story is interesting. Um, you've got Balai Mumba in there, which mm-hmm. he's had four games, which is very impressive, even from the more advanced role. Um, and you've also got Kane Kesler Hayden in there with uh, four as well, mm-hmm. which is um, someone we have liked in the past, isn't it? Ooh. We haven't mentioned yet this season. Um, years and years ago, yeah. Where was he? Yeah, was it I know. Swindon? Was it Swindon? Yeah, yeah. He's Villa originally, when he then Swindon. That's it, yeah. Uh, was it MK Dons? I don't know. Uh, somewhere like MK that. Dons, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's had uh, quietly had a not a bad start for Plymouth. I noticed he was very well back last night. There was 16s around. I think he went off about 11s. Yeah, and then he scored an own goal after three minutes. <laughs> it got corrected, um, so he don't even get the own goal on that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought those two were interesting. It is not forward players. Um, looking at the list, here, is there anyone else on that list that you thought was particularly worth mentioning? On, on your list of shot on shots on target, yeah, my, my list. That's right. Yeah, your list. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> um, there we go. No one really. Hadji White's there. Like I, said, I don't know how much game time he's going to see in the next few weeks. What do you think about him so far? I haven't really seen him at all, to be honest. Oh, he looks like I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say I told everyone, but oh, he look. He look. He looks like he looks like bring him on for the final twenty minutes to have something to chase down and worry defenders. He doesn't look like starting from minute one and causing people trouble. Ill-disciplined. Has has scored a goal, um, but um, I'd uh, yeah I pop Sims in, <laughs> not just for financial reasons, but um, through Coventry winning games reasons. Um, but yeah, looks a good player. Well, they, they insignificant at the moment because Godden's rolling back the years. It, we did say I did say John when we were talking of Jokeres last season. I continue to say Godden is still the best finisher at the club. You you love Godden. He, he's your he's your <laughs> he's your god. I must admit, for the last two years, I thought, well, if he's still leading the line, we can't be that good. But hey, continues to stay fit and um, score goals. Um, does does the job when required? Absolutely. Yeah. If, I, if I think there's still no one I'd rather have on a there's a one-on-one or like a header to get back in the game, like he um, like he did in vain uh, last night. Should I, we go? I let's go like through. Way, I did like the way. Uh, sorry, I did like the way he chased after the ball and got it under his arm in about five seconds. Oh, That's true professionalism. That's really, uh, just. Uh, I tell you what. What's worth just now? I've looked at it again. This um, going back to Marco Hare's work. Mm. The um, you got there's we uh, got three six. There's about twelve players in that in the list, and four of them play for Plymouth. So there you go. Um, as well as Mumba, I've mentioned you've got Ryan Hardy, who very solid start to the season. Mm-hmm. You'd agree with um, Kane Kester Hayden, as I mentioned, and Morgan Whitaker. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's quite interesting. I think that's it. Shots on shots on target. The the angle to go for for Plymouth, who um, who they they lost to uh, they lost to uh, Bristol City last night, didn't they? So yeah, got got absolutely thumped. Yeah, absolutely thumped. I thought, uh, looking further down the list, while we've mentioned Bristol City twice, so I noticed Sam Bell, who, hey, look, just oh. another one on this Bristol City Academy train, right? Cutting in off the left. I haven't seen his goal from last night, but there's no price on him, and he's probably obviously a season too early, I would have thought. But I mean, he looks a good. He looks another good player for them, doesn't he? He's, um, 
Oh, yeah, and looking at data, Bristol City leaving a bit on the table as well, which sounds <laughs> academic. I should have said that, that 24 hours ago, right, before they scored four. But, um, but XG certainly um, underperforming that, although not so much after last night. Look, when I look at, when you know, we'll, we'll go through some of the, the runners and the riders and I've, we've brought all the prices together. I do think there's a couple of angles here, namely in, if I think back to what, month and a half ago, John, when we were looking at these anti-post markets and there was so much uncertainty. Well, there's uncertainty about some of those at the top of the market, right? We're Southampton, namely, kind of what's their forward line going to look like, which got a little bit easier. Teller's gone off to Labour queues and I see. I think Adams Adams started last night, but he was he's, he's often been the first to be subbed, right, or started on the bench. Armstrong. Yeah. Sin out the 90, or I think he was substituted five minutes before time. But he Armstrong obviously looks the looks the one to be on, but eight to one is you know, nothing that we we didn't know already. I think probably Leicester and Leeds feel like some of those stories because if I look at Leicester, I don't, I don't think um, Dakar Dakar couldn't get a move, could he? He, he went off favourite, didn't he? Five six to one at the start of the season. I'm sure he did. That's right. Yeah, but, but he hasn't seen a minute, has he? He's um. No, Wesker's uh, still saying he's part of the plans, but he's he's. I think it he was going to go to AC Milan on loan, but it fell mm. through. I think something like that. Um, so I don't know whether whether they whether there's some sort of thing there where he they've got a loan fee agreed and he can't play. I don't know, but um, but they got enough choice anyway. Really, they've got enough choice. But Ian Acho then and came going in well enough, aren't they? So they're not probably yeah. going to use him yet. I did just wonder that Ian Acho got what four or five games didn't score, but Vardy started against Southampton on what last Friday night scores. I thought yeah. that might have that might be telling us the story of you know Vardy's probably going to get a run at the we're, we're half an hour away from team news for their game at, um, the game at Norwich, but for Vardy who went off what six seven to one you can get him at twenties. Probably going to get a run now, starting number nine for what are still the league favourites as well. I thought that was of interest and probably more interest. I know Leeds as well, who have, again, a lot of uncertainty a month and a half ago about what that forward line is going to look like. But after what that performance against Millwall, where I thought they were exceptional, it looks like Piero and was it Ruta? Ruta, Ruta, I don't know. I'm not too sure, but. Um, Hero's gone in at six to one favourite now. What do you think of this Rutter though? Because there was bits of forties around yesterday. There's, he's been cut a bit. He's um, what thirty five million pound they paid for him in January. Parker's had a lot of good he's, stuff he's, to he's, say okay. about him. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's I think, playing I with think a smile right. on his face. He's obviously taken a bit of time to acclimatise. Um, I thought, wondered whether he might be a bit of value against against Piero in that team. Well, he's playing more advanced as well, isn't he? Mm. Hero's playing just a little bit off him. Not that it's a big thing, but um, yeah, well, why not at that price? I mean, Leeds have got the probably the biggest upside now because they, they had the first month or six weeks mm. with hardly any players and they kind of did okay, I thought, and I thought they looked okay considering. And now they've got all these players back. Um, yeah, I mean, he's got a... 
I wouldn't say just I'm not that I'm just checking this. He wasn't exactly prolific in Germany, so nine in um, probably haven't got the nine in thirty or something like that. Eight yeah, and thirty. Yeah, like. I've got eleven in fifty seven for Hoffenheim oh, overall. Yeah. But he's only yeah, he's only twenty one now, so you know, he can still improve and he's got a good uh, good youth record for France looking at this. So yeah, I, I don't see uh, I think that price has got the potential to be big. When you look at some of the names that are around him, um, mm. it's the same price as Josh Sargent, who's injured, Ineacho, who hasn't scored yet. Um, you know, he's in that sort of ballpark. So Jerry Yates, for some reason, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> I, think, I think he should be, without putting too much thought, what do you think, probably like around the 20s mark maybe? Um, just yeah, like you said, yeah. it just looks. I, I think it looks a lot. That lead side looks a lot of fun, right? And I thought they were exceptional. They they look, you know, that's a oh, that's okay. a that's a yeah. good benchmark, right? That Millwall side to come up against them in any sort of form. And they, yeah, not many sides rip them apart like that. Absolutely, oh, and they ran they ran over them, didn't they? Piero, yes, looks a class apart. Piero, he's going to be on pens. I would have thought. Is that, yeah? Do you reckon he'll be on? He'll be on should, pens. Should be. Yeah. Should yeah. be. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a, a good one against the field. Elsewhere in the field, John, anything else? I, I, know, I know a bit of chat around um, Smodzic at Blackburn. Any thoughts around that? I mean, stepped into that great and Diaz role, who did what in and around yeah. the places the last couple. I think the the problem I've got with this market at the moment, as overall, is it's like pre-season that it's too competitive. Mm. Um, like okay, spot uh, Smotch did, yeah, 150s. You know, you can't really put anyone off, but there's just so many, even mm. with everyone that's left and whatever, you, you couldn't, you can't really narrow it down enough yet. I don't think. Um, you look at let's, let's look at it from a place point of view. You say Piero's pretty solid for the place, mm. um, Armstrong, pro- probably quite solid for the place. Okay, then you're going into sort of the the sort of twenty to sixteens and up brigade, but a couple of those should be solid enough. So I just I don't know I don't know how much juice there is in taking mm. a real swing at one. I, like I said pre season, if you're going to do that at this stage, I'd probably go win only again because I think it's sort of bit bit all or nothing. Um, looking at the the list you've made here, maybe even. <laughs> Didn't think you'd say this, but even like Ryan Hardy at 25s now isn't the worst price. Um, like I say, hasn't had a penalty yet. He should be on the penalties. Um, so yeah, but again, whether I, I wouldn't get involved at this stage, I just think it's a minefield still at this stage for me. I agree. Yeah, it's um, picking a you know, the Plymouth, as we just discussed, they're not going to be a, a bad angle, they're gonna, they're gonna take the game to people at, yeah. at home, aren't they? And um, Hey, might struggle in some games, but they're going to put some size to the sword as well. They won't fancy and the crowd gets behind them. So it's a good shout. Just looking down the rest of the list, nothing else. Like I said, we mentioned, I, I noticed um, Stansfield got one last night, didn't he? And Blue's performing well on a lot of the metrics. Yeah, Stansfield's been cut to 25. We still got Hogan at 66 as well, but he was one that was kind of on the list at the, at the weekend. Um, yeah, will he get, he should get the, um, he should get the next stab at the penalty Stansfield, do you think, mm. with uh, Hogan missing the last couple? He did miss the last two, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would have, I didn't know whether, did he 
has he been taking them on his travels in Stansfield? I don't um, know. I'd, I wouldn't have thought so, but I'll, I'll have a look at that while we're uh, while we're moving on. While we're moving on, so there's a so maybe maybe look at yeah opposition to to Piero with Uatu in the lead side and hey check the take the team news, but hey. If, you get a chance to back Vardy at 20 to 1 for one of the early season favourites. It's taken us about a month and a half, but that Leicester forward line could just about be able to, to sort itself out. We'll head into League One. Um, ben House. Lincoln are playing well, but Ben House is not part of them playing well. Barely seeing out the hour, and now he's out with a hip injury as well, which says a lot to We, we love an injury, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to, yeah, you want to guarantee an injury, just just let us put them up pre season. I, I, I believe that um, I did say Devante Cole wouldn't get to 10, so he's he's he's, 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 <laughs> he's having a good start. Um, well, followed up by, I mean, if, you, if, you'd have, if you'd have given me a price for. Devante Cole and Martin Waghorn to be yeah. the, the two we talk set, down setting the pace <laughs> the forecast four lands well done that's right <laughs> that's, that's why we're here everyone um, <laughs> yeah I don't know I mean I I, I I sort of went for a couple of flyers Ruben Rodriguez who hasn't done anything and Aidan Keane who's played for a side that hasn't scored a goal still um, he did hit the post <laughs> last night that game um, yeah poor old Cheltenham um, yeah I don't I think- know this is this is a funny one I mean looking at Devante Cole I don't know he's way overperforming his XG mm-hmm. um, eight goals from about just over two some of those have been fantastic uh, long range efforts but that shouldn't be sustainable, um, but maybe he's just a late maturer and he's a better player than uh, I thought he was anyway. Um, I'm still not convinced about Barnsley. I mean, they got ham- they not hammered in the end last night, but they were beaten very early on last night, 3-0 down. Um, that I think that Port Vale opening day still flatters them a lot on the Absolutely. data. Yeah. Well, um, Cole got three then, right? So that, that's doing a yeah, lot of heavy lifting uh, everywhere. You could take the opposite view and say, because uh, I looked at their bench last night, they look, they look quite good. So they, their squad does look better now than it did in August. So mm. I don't know. I know they've lost Kitchen, but they've got more depth. So I don't know. It's not sustainable how he started. That's pretty obvious to say, but he <laughs> He can score thirty now, isn't he? But yeah, uh, yeah we'll, we'll join us again in a month's time when yeah. uh, he's not at the door at twenty. I couldn't entertain him at fives. No, no I'll be absolutely. honest. So I'm not going to change my life. My feelings about League One is you cannot continue to talk down the standard in League One and then debate the fact that hey, look, it's tough not to see Dion Charles, Alfie May, Colby Bishop seeing out the distance. You know, if you if you if you back one of those at the start of the season, well done. You're having a runner. Although I did see that Dion Charles picked up a shoulder injury at the weekend. I tried to find out a bit more about it today, but he sounds like ever ever looked uh, well reports ever looked a bit worried and but I haven't seen anything that suggests um you know keen to just look at press conferences on the Friday but see where he is. But you know he does 
just miss, miss a few games now and again. He was, he was mm. suspended earlier in the season as well, wasn't he? So it, it like I said, you can't. The league, the league does look weak. I mean, I've, I've, I think you got Portsmouth and then Bolton eventually, but behind that, I don't think you got much. So it's hard to look past what Charles eight to one, Alfie May, who's got four, is nine to one. Bishop got another last night, did he? But he's on, yeah, he's on five. Yeah. Another another at nine to one as well, which covers Bishop, your places. Bishop tough. isn't really, yeah. Bishop isn't really far off his starting price, and he's on five. So yeah, that's, that's a good point. I didn't really like him at the start of the season, but at, at the price now, the bit of variation. But there's eight to one around, which like, out of those three, I think he's the most solid because um, not we still don't really know what Charlton are going to do. Um, mm as we thought pre-season, but there's no guarantee they will improve. Um, and there's, uh, Alfie May's missed the last couple of games as well, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Cooker, Bishop is just, yeah. yeah, Bishop, this will get him injured, but Bishop's just a reliable, he, he never really misses a game, never has. So, mm. yeah, you you shouldn't have a worry there. If you had to, out of those three now, I'd definitely be uh, Team Bishop. And not just because of the Accrington connection. Your team bishop sounds good to me. The one, the one outlier in all of that top of the market is Jamie Reed for Stevenage. Which, like I said, if you're if you're of the opinion that hey, this league isn't going to take too much to fall in and around the playoff spots, there's no reason to kind of doubt this this opening part of the season for Stevenage. Reed's got five. I think he's he looks like yeah the highest xG out of all of those in the division actually yeah so he's. He's not too. His xG isn't too far off his um, off his goals. I thought he looked. I, I thought he looked really sharp in the in the games that I've seen him. He, he's another one who, you know, you can back him to to start or participate in over thirty five games a season. You know, doesn't have that many injuries. There was a little bit of sixty six to one earlier in the week. Um, nibbled into 50s not shorter elsewhere but he's he's won at a big price with a good start for a side that hey look someone's gonna those playoff spots feel like they're gonna be full of well who knows <laughs> what they might be full of but if you're looking for one at a, a bigger price Jamie Reed might be the one outside of that John like I said I didn't it's I difficult. didn't see too much it's it's kind of the same case as the championship though. We're saying Charles Bishop and May are solid, which they probably are. Um, Cole's got this lead already, even though we don't really like him at the, at the price at all. You've got people like uh, you know you've got some other sort of solid yardsticks in behind that could still get going. I don't know how many how much more room there is left for a left field. You know, mm, okay. um, he could not that it's necessarily going to be a a massive total this season, but yeah, I mean, I, I had a quick look at um, Daniel Manger at Lincoln um, just because of the 250s, really. Yeah. Because um, I do think he's got another level to go to, as I mentioned in the pod recently. But mm-hmm. okay, he's already three behind if we ignore Cole. Um, God, Devante, he loves, he loves this show. <laughs> he doesn't count now. <laughs> if, if he wins this, um, if he wins this market, you can go into your bookie and say, no, he doesn't count. He wasn't, he wasn't priced up. <laughs> um, I just think because the Lincoln of, as Kennedy said pre-season, as I mentioned, they have been a lot more attacking at home, um, but they're still pretty defensive away. I've noticed so. 
the only way he's really realistically going to get involved is if they step that up on if they go for it away as well. So maybe if they're in and around the having some sort of outside chance of playoffs later part of the season, they'll do that. But I don't think the price is going to go anytime soon. So I can't really pull the trigger on it. Um, like I say, I just think that there's enough depth here again. You look at it, think all oh, four places, but hmm. Any, of, you might be playing one or two, really. Absolutely. A- any views in the outright in terms of winning the division? I'm just looking down the prices just here. I mean, mm. Peterborough look a big price. There's still some 14s around. I mean, it, like I said, I, I, I didn't, I didn't think they'd be good enough to to knock on the door. But after what, like I say, a month and a half of the season, like I said I don't think it's going to take much winning this division. No, people haven't started too bad, have they? They're going to put plenty of sides away. There's doubts about a lot of these still. I think, mm. like I said, doesn't I couldn't be. I don't think you could be massively confident on anyone. So, yeah, the 14s Peterborough is at the top price is probably overpriced. Um, I think Bolton have been pretty poor on the data so far, mm. even though it looks like they've had a good start and they've got a lot of injuries now, um, along with Dion Charles. They um, they've got well it's been deemed an injury crisis I haven't looked into it yet but I think they're up to six or seven for out for the weekend um, they play Peterborough at the weekends that'll be an interesting game um, yeah the others uh, Oxford have, have started well to be fair mm-hmm. um, sort of just doing enough in games mainly um, Blackpool been disappointing for me I uh, really like them pre-season but just haven't got the attacking side going at all, um, which I thought would come in time, but it's just not clicked at all. Um, could you make a case? You just can't see Stephen is winning it, can you? Um, unless no. you, it's unless they can just carry on this start. But Evans is pretty switched on. He, he, I've seen him say a few times recently. He knows that the fixtures are about to get a lot harder, and we need to get as many points as we can. But they are awkward to play against, and yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, it's one of those angles that there's, there's not that many teams in League One now that play like them, so they can cause issues with all the sides. I think. Yeah, this is this is me. This is me. <laughs> all of a sudden, having an opinion on Stevenage, but you do, you know, the, their early season form was based on well, these look what a great start this is. There's a few teams that you can bully off the park. As time yeah. goes on, you realise, well, actually, there's. Half of the division is made up of those types of teams that don't. Yeah, if, if we're saying the division's weak, then you you got to, you got to dismay that a little bit. You're right. Um, who else have got down there? I know you. Well, they the shocker last night, didn't they? Port Vale, but they they were looking um, okay. I mean that that game against Northampton at the weekend was pretty dire by all accounts. I do. Yeah. Um, Again, I spoke to someone who was at that game on yeah on a, on on Sunday, and um, yeah. Pretty pretty dire all round. They got a got a winner late on, didn't they? Probably. Do I do I do like the middle of the park for for Vale? I think they got a. I was worried about the the amount of player turnover that they've got. Like again, I just think I just think what third in this division. I think it's just telling you a story about the division rather than rather than the um, oh, rather yeah, than the team. Um, Alex, it's very very flattering. I mean, even that. Um, like you say that. That Barnsley opening day defeat was just a freak, but there, mm. there's um, 
I'll tell you what, if they didn't have such <laughs> such a despot owner, Reading would be interesting in the 100s and they didn't keep getting point deductions, but obviously that is a very big issue. Um, but they're, they're looking, last few games, they're looking um, pretty interesting. I know a lot of people highly rate this Don Ballard they've signed on loan from Southampton. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. I think, um, yeah, sellers might be getting, already started to see and being touted for some of those some of those jobs where, um, yeah, championship managers. Yeah, that's the thing. It, maybe looking for if, a, if the ownership yeah. hasn't been sorted out by January, I don't think he'll be around um, mm. because he's coming out and he's, he's basically slagging off the owner, which is fine because the owner doesn't really care, I don't think. But no. he, he's he's not hiding his disgust at it all. Um, but I think he's enjoying the. They've got quite a good young squad that he's using lots of potential there so I think he's he's enjoying that so whether I don't know if if there's some sort of miracle with the owner and um, they really got going then yeah but obviously the, the price would go then and you know it's it's too late then really go and go and get the tennis balls on the pitch that's uh, <laughs> we sort of seen a lot of that <laughs> every other game I've seen this season's got <sighs> people sneaking tennis balls in I've been I've been known to sneak a tennis ball in and throw it on the pitch as well so I can't complain I mean, John, should we head into the, the, the Europe's greatest division, um, old division it, four? It certainly is, yeah. League two. Jake Young, this Swindon, this Swindon side, you know, these, these, this, oh. what, Michael Flynn, slow building, takes his time to get things done. Hey, it's this, they've flown out the blocks when it, not here, they've flown out the blocks yeah. when it comes to goals. Jake Young, Got a head start on most of them with nine goals. Mark Hughes didn't fancy him, which probably says a lot about. Cheers, Mark. Well done, Mark. Yeah, Yeah. Um, I did note that he had scored four for Bradford this time last year as well. Only two. Do remember that? Two of his twenty league goals in the last three seasons have come after November. So fast start, which might might be. I kind of remember Warsaw were pretty quick out the blocks when Flynn started there as well. He does play a, he does ask his team to play with an intensity that. Hey, look, I'm trying to build in some doubt here around the the, the longevity of of Jake Young and Swindon form. But hey, six to one, no, I think he's favourite in the market now. Yeah, which there's is. plenty of doubt. He should, I don't think he should be favourite um, at all. I think he should be probably ten twelves, but. Yeah, again, it's a bit early to be looking at the XG in a way, but he's way over that, as you obviously it's expect with nine goals, just under three expected. Um, put it this way, if he'd scored three, he'd still be probably 80s in this market. Um, I know he hasn't, but it, it, sometimes you've got to look back at that. Oh, I don't say you can make a case for him at sixes now, um, even though... Like you say, Swindon are a bit of a mad side. They're, they're scoring lots of goals in quick bursts. So mm-hmm. if they keep that, what what you're really going for with if you're backing them now at sixes is you're hoping that continues throughout the season, which it may well do. Mm-hmm. But it's not really Flynn's way, is it? Um, t- traditionally, so I don't know. If they hit a bad spell, will they sort of retreat a little bit and maybe maybe looking into it too much? But yeah, I don't think you. Could, I don't think you can make any argument. Six to one is a good price. But enough, way. yeah, enough doubts there. Dan Kemp though in behind as well. Do you know he's got fourteen in his last twenty-three starts at League Two? I didn't sure. know. 
nine and sixteen for Hartlepool last season as well. In behind um what Young and uh, Charlie Austin still getting the game. Fifty to one for Kemp at the moment. Oh. In behind those, I mean John, you wrote in the notes this this uh top top of this top of this market at the moment looks like a a fair few non stayers. We spoke about Young, mm. but also Evans, maybe Tilly. Uh, I can't off Tilly, can I? No, but... I didn't want to. I, I said it. I said it apprehensively. <laughs> yeah. It's giving yeah. my due. But, um, uh, yeah, Lee, Elliot Lee, he, he just can't. I don't know. This is a weird market at this stage, isn't it? Because there's not really any, apart from Mo Isa, there's no, well, I suppose Langstaff is still up there, but there's a lot in here that you wouldn't have had a price on pre season. No. Uh, Evans probably wasn't priced up. Uh, Tilly definitely wouldn't have been. Elliot Lee almost definitely wouldn't have been. Mm. So you're sort of having to reassess it. But in all likelihood, the the current top four, um, maybe not Keller Dunn, but uh, the other four, which is Jake Young, Evans, uh, Tilly and Lee, you wouldn't be amazed if none of them play Stephen, even though they're on nine and seven already. Mm. Uh, It could could easily slow down for them. Like you've, you've noted there, uh, Elliot Lee shouldn't be on the penalties anymore if, if Mullen continues back in the side and in fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, Will Evans is a maybe because he's he's a very sort of unexposed. So, and Newport are scoring a lot more goals this season. Um, even uh, I think they've been over two and a half every game apart from the Barrow game, but they had an early sending off last week. So, mm. Yeah, I wouldn't completely rule out Will Evans, but again, that's the sort of player that if Newport are sort of in no man's land January, he could be off as well. So, uh, yeah, it's difficult. There's 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 two big there's two big question marks right behind. I think two players that have got zero goals. One is Mullin coming back, yeah. twenty five to one. What do we think? Nine too much of a gap. For him to for him to chase six shots in that first start back at the weekend, so he's clearly got the bit yeah, between his teeth. I don't think it's too much, really. But twenty five, I think I would be around twenties, twenty five. So mm. I don't, I don't think you can say there's a lot in that. Um, obviously, it's all hindsight. If he scores a hat trick at the weekend, then you know you're never going to see the twenty fives probably ever again. But we don't know that. <laughs> As we prove every week, we, we don't know who's going to score the goals, funnily enough. Um, the other one's interesting, though, isn't it? Um, you're going to come on to Yeah, it. well, you, you noted him, but you know when, yeah. he's probably the biggest outlier in terms of goals scored and XG. I know, you know some of the missed penalties are doing a lot of work there, but yeah, how handy at, at Wimbledon. Data yeah. suggests he should be six and a half goals, but he's got zero. 80 to one. That is, that's, that was the most tempting by me because I know it's hard to put someone up who hasn't scored yet. Um, like you say, he's missed two penalties in that, so that would be down to about five. So even if you take those out, it's still mm. – well, it's not impressive, is it? But you know what I'm getting at. It's, in the mix, yeah. I think he I – watched, I watched quite a lot of the um, the last game and he, he was just everywhere. He was, he looks way. He looks a better player than last season to me, despite not scoring the goals. Um, the problem. So basically, I'm saying I think he could still get to twenty, which I know is a big ask from from nothing. But 
uh, that the the reason why I wouldn't back him, even though the eighties, I think, is slightly overs. I still wouldn't be entirely confident he's going to stay um, in January. Possibly if he, you know, look at it two ways. If he doesn't hardly score before January, he'll probably stay, but then you can't win your bet. If he scores, say, I don't know, even seven, seven, eight by January, then he could be off again. So Mm. either way, you kind of, it's a lose-lose situation. So, um, we love those, uh, John. That's yeah, what this podcast we is, do. is built on. So, as I keep saying in every league, uh, no selection. Um, now, if I had to, if you had to bat one now, I'd probably take a flyer on him, but just win only, even though it sounds yeah. ridiculous at this stage. But he's definitely, on his overall performances this season, he, he looks the best striker in the league to me, um, which is hard to say when he's on zero, but I'll stick by it. I thought he was excellent. When you say, when you say best striker in the league, do you mean in betting without Chris Long at Crew? Um, yeah, yeah, betting without Crew uh, <laughs> and Baker Richardson as well. Yeah, I, I, I did. Uh, I did. I haven't backed him. I haven't pulled the trigger yet. But Chris Long did make the list. He's still only twenty eight. I can't believe it. But ankle injury last season saw him. Oh. Um, so we missed most of the season, but double figures in, in League One before that. Three already, so what, six to find. Crew look like they're full of goals at the moment. That's where, when you look down that list, it looked like a, what they scored 19 already. XG's looking pretty healthy as well. As well. If you want to roll back the years with Chris Long, 100 to 1 poke looks more than fair. Scrolling down the list, I mean, we mentioned Langstaff, who. Yep, yeah, a couple of braces. I think they're doing. Yeah, he scored four goals. Two only in only scored in two games. Looks sharp. We know he's not going to be on the penalties. Seven and one second favorite. Um, oh, you mentioned um, you mentioned uh, Louis Barry in your in your notes, John Stockport. Of those, he's quite a, you know what five goals in that chasing pack. He's a he's a bigger price. Cut he thought he's. Not too long ago, was he? But 25 yeah. now. Any thoughts on Stockport? Um, I think Stockport, Stockport will... Well, they have improved the last few games quite markedly on the um, both results and metrics-wise. I think their front sort of five look very strong now. So, yeah, I think if you got the 40s, fair enough. But um, he's not really... He's not really getting into the great positions, but no. he, he could he could still be quite a long way above League Two. You know, it's not that long ago he was sort of one of the next big things at Villa, and they had a couple of like slower loans in League One, didn't he? Um, mm-hmm. And he, this is a good spot for him, but I don't know. It's not far off where I'd have him. Another name that's interesting that you've picked up, which I'll completely pass my by, is um, Joe Taylor at Colchester on loan from Luton. Um, not yeah, sure why he isn't priced up, really. Yeah, I couldn't find a price, didn't want to ask. But, no. um, and yeah, the Colchester, they're decent run of games recently, but they are looking good from a, from an XG point of view. And Yeah, they're not a side you can rely on, are they? But he, he could be, well, he's, he's, he's completely unexposed, keep using that word, but he's, he's got no, hardly any games behind him apart from slightly disappointing at Peterborough, I suppose. But, you know, they can you can forgive him that, and this could be again. He could be someone. Who, I've just looked him up. I uh, just happened to look at Hills. His forties were Hills, which mm, okay. isn't too bad. Um, but yeah, it's uh, overall, Gav. It's um, <laughs> it's 
it's a little bit like the other. This is this is a different division, isn't it, to the other two? Because you wouldn't be surprised if almost anyone won it from here. But there's a few. Uh, yeah. You look at a few players and a few teams in League Two, and you just think there's a few making hay here while the sun shines. But um, yeah. but you know, the sun has stopped shining today, and that is a long old winter. You know, Tuesday night, Saturday night in um, in League Two. Can they do it when it rains? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, that's the, we'll we'll be there. Are a fair few of those, a fair few of those on the. You said it, you said it correctly a couple of minutes ago. A fair few of those, the, the top end of the goal score market oh, still might shame. not, still might not reach ten by the end of the by the end of the season. So. That's a shame, Gav. Uh, Wade Elliott's just left Cheltenham Town. There you go. Oh. Just, uh, just uh, breaking news. Even though it won't be by the time you listen to this. Um. um there we go. Still, still no goals, right? Did they score? Yeah, no, they no goals. Still no um, goals. They, I thought they. The thing is, they definitely were playing for him. I mean, like even last night, they went down to ten after like a minute, didn't they, against Peterborough? Mm. And they held, defensively, they've been fine, but it's easier to be okay defensively when you're not. But they, I did watch a few highlights, and it's not like they've been sitting back. So I don't really know what's happened there. Um, there you go. What a nice spot. To, for Steve Evans to turn up then um, at Warren Road on Saturday. No, oh, yes, yeah. just it's, it's a Carl Carl Piergiani world. Jamie Reed Hattrick goes off eleven yeah, two sorry. next game. There you John, uh, with a, 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 a whistling tour of each of the four divisions. Um, I forget where we are now. There's a, there was a bit in a championship around. I was interested in. The Leeds angle and the, the Vardy at Leicester angle. I'll, as soon as we finished here, we'll go and have a look at team news and see what yeah, the, um, still, the if we start. If we wait another 15 minutes, we can get the Leicester team. I will tell you that Rutter isn't in the isn't in the league <laughs> squad. No, I will I will uh, edit out that bit like, and I will edit out that uh, bit as well. Yeah. So I don't know what's <laughs> that's it. That's uh, that's we love a non runner. Um <laughs> but no, he definitely isn't. He's not uh, like League One, um like you said, difficult to see. Difficult to if you if you're fighting for one place, then you know if you're backing mm. those that have made a good start already at the top end of the market. And we we think that division's poor, and everything you know we've seen so far suggests that it is. It's doubtful that at least one or two of those Charles May or Bishop aren't going to stay see they see out the distance, and then um, yeah, maybe a flyer on Al. If you leave this pod with one bit of inspiration I'm with you John Al Hamadi 80 to 1 mm. we shall see where that see where that goes could, do, could do with it could do with him nicking the ball off Tilly for the next penalty and just smashing it in and just, he's, yeah, he's, no he seems that type of character so no um, yeah. you probably need that to go back to him as well to be honest but having missed two already this season possibly <laughs> unlikely there we go John, an absolute pleasure as always. Uh, back to the day job tomorrow. Uh, we'll start um, dissecting the EFL coupon. Um, see what uh, see what value lies ahead. Um, before that, though, a nice night of half of the championship turning up and playing, which would be fun to watch. John, thank you very much for your time. We'll try and do this, shall we? Once every couple of months or so, and um, take a stop and see where we are. Why not, pal? Um, just to answer a question from about half an hour ago, uh, Jay Stansfield has never taken a senior penalty. So 
There we go. Excellent. Um, Expect to see him grabbing that ball soon enough. That's right. There you go. Lisa will be happy. We'll get there. There we go. <laughs> yes. That's right. John, good to speak to you. Um, we'll see you again soon. Cheers, mate. Good luck to everybody, even though there's no bet recommendations in this podcast. <laughs> be lucky. Um, always gamble responsibly. I don't think I don't think you'd be as responsible as we are. Just there, there John. No I bets. Just, keep, yeah, just talk talk <laughs> for forty seven minutes. And, uh, <laughs> he said, "We need new glasses. We can't see anything." That's it. Listeners, send us some glasses. Thank you. <laughs> be lucky, everyone. Speak soon.